Fred Kapp. So, as Joe mentioned in the introduction, there are a lot of people that think that Monopoly is boring or it's just a really slow game or that it's all about luck. Uh, fellow Toastmasters, no guests, unfortunately, today. That is just completely wrong. Maybe you're one of those people that actually thinks Monopoly is about luck, it's boring, and it's super slow. And if you've ever heard people say this, or maybe you've thought these crazy thoughts that make me want to tear up just talking about it because I love Monopoly so much, then I'm here today to talk to you about why you're completely wrong and why this is literally and factually the best board game ever invented. Now a couple things you might be doing wrong. Number one is that this idea that someone gets to go to a property and just say, eh, I don't want it, and just continue moving and nothing happens is ridiculous. And if you do that, you're adding like five hours to the game. If someone goes to a property and doesn't want it because, I don't know, they don't like the boardwalk or whatever, which by the way, boardwalk, come on, why would you pass up on that? But if they land on it and they don't want the property for whatever reason, maybe they've bought too many properties already or, or they just don't like the property name, something like that, it immediately goes to the bank and now it is up for auction to all the other players, starting with a bid of 10 Monopoly dollars, which we all know are more valuable than US dollars, <laughs> hands down, especially the pink ones. Now, isn't the pink ones like $5? That's not <laughs> Anyways. So it starts with 10, and then it goes up from there. And it, once a player wins the bid, so nobody's gonna bid higher than that player, then that player then takes control of that property. The next thing is one of the biggest pet peeves I have. It's the second biggest pet peeve for Monopoly that I have. And it is, there are only a set number of houses in this game. There are no more than 32. There are 32 houses in the game of Monopoly. No more, no less. So if you run out of houses, that's it. You can't use pieces of paper that you cut off. You can't get the beans out of the cupboard and start using beans. You can't start using Legos. No, 32 houses, that is it. So once you buy a house, and you start putting them on your monopolies, and we'll get to that in a sec, how that is another pet peeve of mine, but it is a legitimate strategy to just buy houses, and let's say I have two, three property monopolies. What if I buy four houses on each property? Now I have 24 houses out of 32. There's only eight left, if I did my math right. Good, I did my math right. That means that there's only eight to go around for the other players. That is a perfectly legitimate strategy. And it's one that can literally eat your, your opponent's lives away, which is totally what Monopoly is about. It's crushing your opponents. So no more, no less. 32 houses. The next thing is this whole business of landing on free parking and then getting this tax bonus that you've put in the middle of the, that's not a rule. I don't know where this rule came from. It is a house rule. Don't play that way. Free parking is just that. It's just free, that's it. If something's free, you don't get something. 
from it. If I land on something that's free that I would normally have to pay for, I don't, they're not like, oh, hey, you got something for free. Here's 60 bucks as well. Like, no, that's not how that works. Free parking is just free. You don't get anything. You don't lose anything. You live another turn. Congrats. The next thing is something I talked about just a second ago that we would get to is the placement of houses. Now, this is very interesting because in a, in a monopoly, you'll have usually one property in the monopoly that is more expensive than the other properties. And when you can increase that rent, then you get more money for that particular property. But here's the thing, you cannot just put houses on that property. You have to, you have to equally distribute them among all three properties. So I can't just go, oh, this one's the most expensive. I'm going to put four houses here and none on the other one. You have to put one here, one here, one here, two here, two here, two here. Three here, three here, three here, and so on and so forth. So the strategy here comes when you put one on the most expensive property, then one and one, then two on the most expensive. So now it's growing. It's, getting, it's growing in value before the other ones, but just a bit faster. It doesn't just expand. It doesn't go crazy. So that is another pet peeve. And the final pet peeve, this is my biggest pet peeve when it comes to Monopoly. And you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but that is okay. <laughs> on Monopoly night, promise me that during Monopoly night, you will dress up in at least business casual. <laughs> I mean, seriously. When is the last time that the Monopoly man didn't dress up for a game of Monopoly? Think about that. The Monopoly man is always in his little top hat and nice suit. <laughs> so if you can't have at least as much respect for the game as a cartoon character, then you shouldn't be playing the best game in the, on the planet. It's just, this is just simple things. It's obvious. So I just want to conclude with, with those thoughts. I just want to remind you about these things. So number one, need to learn how to do auctions correctly. You can't just pass up on a, a, a property. Number two, there's only a set number of houses. Remember, 32. Anymore, if someone pulls out one from their pocket, it's like, it's like if you're playing poker and someone just pulls out an ace out of their pocket, shoot that person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy with game night. Number three, is that we have to realize that free parking is just free. Don't make it too complicated. It's not crazy. You just land on the space and you get to go another turn. Number four, you have to distribute the houses properly. And finally, dress in at least business casual. If you use those five things, not only will your game go faster, because now you're moving around the board, but it won't be boring, it won't be as slow, it won't be lame anymore because now you can take on the persona of that businessman from the movie that you see that doesn't have any time for his friends, family, or children. I mean, how fun is that for a night? It also helps if you get a Bluetooth and then during the game, you act like you're receiving calls the whole time. So anytime someone tries to make a business deal, you're like, no, I gotta I got take this. No, that's way too little, that's way too little. No, 10,000 more at least. Okay, what were you saying? Like, it's so fun, just take on that persona. So those five things can make your Monopoly night a huge success. I urge you to try it. Thank you.
Thank you, Fred.